the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The importance of diligence, never giving up, never giving in, and never surrendering. Next on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. The Christian life certainly isn't an easy one, and we haven't been guaranteed an easy life. The fact is, there's a lot of sacrifice involved. But as someone once wisely said, when we get to heaven, we will have found the price to have been cheap enough. Oftentimes, we lose sight of that heavenly view, though, which requires us to be more diligent in what we've been called to. And that's what we're looking at today, the importance of diligence. Once again, we're in Romans chapter 12, looking at verses 9 through 13. Join us for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing from the Well, a Christian community. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. When you're serving God, you can't outgive God if you're faithful to your assignment and you finish what God. Can I have an amen? The reward for doing what you're supposed to be doing for God far outweighs any money that you can ever imagine in your. Can I have an amen? That far outweighs any amount of money somebody's going to give you. But we just quit. I'm tired. Ah, that's out. But, but we got to reprioritize and understand that the hand of the diligence will rule. God will give you more spiritual authority. He'll give you more power. He'll elevate you on your job. He'll do it. If you just hang in there and stay diligent, can I have an amen? Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him he's not talking about you, is he? Because you're kind of quiet. Some quiet folks up in here. Our people are looking at me now like, well, what time the service over? Come on, sit and don't go to the bathroom either. Just stay right here. We're going to get this real good and solid. So whatever, whether it's ministry or on our job, we are diligent people. Amen? And so he says here, the hand of the diligence will rule. So God will cause a diligent person to come to a position of authority that's natural and spiritual authority. He says, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Go over Proverbs chapter 13. We're going to look at verse 4. It says here in verse, in verse 4, he says, The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be made what? Rich. The soul of a lazy man desires but has nothing. And this is what happens. People are lazy. They're not diligent. They desire things. And we think that God... See, God's not just concerned about your desires. He's looking at your actions. Your actions. A person desires to be rich. A person desires to, uh, you know, various things in their lives. But the issue here is, are you willing 
to do what it is that God is asking you to do so that you can ultimately obtain. He says in part B of this verse, he says, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. I like this because he says the soul. Your mind, will, and your emotions, there's a richness that begins to spring up in your spirit, in your soul, because you're a diligent person. Your thinking is rich. Your emotions are rich. Your will is rich. Why? Because I'm a diligent person in my life. That I, don't, I may not have all this stuff, but I'm a rich person because I'm a diligent person. And that's what we want. We want, we want God to bless us externally, externally, but we want God to bless us internally. You listen to most lazy people. They say, oh, well, you know, I'm, how you doing? I'm not doing good. I, you know, I'm tired. I'm just in my mind. And in my, you know, I'm just struggling. And, it, you know, well, get up. Let's go. Let's go jogging. Oh, you know, I can't feel it. You know, my back, my neck and stuff. And, and I, can I have an amen in here? It's always some kind of excuse. Why? Because their soul isn't prospering. We want our, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? We, if a person's soul isn't prospering. We want to be in good health. And we want our soul to prosper. That our soul is, is, is healthy and rich. You talk to a person and they may not be driving the best car. And they may not have all the best stuff. But you get around them and you feel enriched in their presence. <laughs> My goodness, you walk away and you say, man, this person, I feel enriched when I'm around you. Man, you got something great. What's, what is this that you got? Well, I'm diligent. I'm a diligent person in my life. I'm diligent in my prayer life. I'm diligent with my fasting life. I'm diligent in my prayer life. I'm, I'm diligent on my job. I'm diligent when it comes to my marriage and raising my kids. I'm diligent. And what happens is a richness begins to, to come up over a person. And that is a blessing to people around them. And this is how we want to be. But it's a shame because the person that is not diligent, it says that they desire stuff, but they don't have it. Because they won't be diligent. Painstaking, steady effort in an area, in an areas of our, of our lives where you can count on a person. This person, you can count on them. They're going to be faithful, man. They, they just, they're just always there. They're just always there. Man, they, they're always praying. They're always in their word. They're always, you can, just, you can count on them. They're going to be here on time for work. They're, going to be, they're not going to leave early either. They're going to, you can count on them. If they're serving in the ministry, you can count on them. They're going to be at the children's church. You're not going to have to try to get somebody at the last minute because they didn't show up. Can I have an amen? They're going to be diligent. They're diligent, man. God takes a person like that and he gives them authority. He blesses them. He exalts them. I want you to find one person in the Bible that Jesus called and they weren't busy doing something. When Jesus went out to search for his disciples, he didn't find some lazy person on the side of the road wasn't doing nothing. He went out and found some fishermen. These guys are working. He, found a ta- he even found a tax collector. Can I have an amen? And it's amazing. You find doctors and tax collectors and people out fishing and doing stuff and working. And he said, hey, you follow me. You follow me. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. He didn't say, oh, you lazy person over here not doing nothing about not doing nothing, not care about nothing. Come on and follow me. I'm going to make you an apostle. You're going to change the world. Come on, read your Bible. Amen. He found people that were out busy. I'm trying to do something. And then it. 
All Jesus did was take that diligence and redirect it towards his purpose. Can I have an amen? That's how we want to be. Now, now, if you're lazy, I'm not saying God doesn't love you and he's not trying to call you and different things like that. I'm just saying, when Jesus picked his team, come on, you guys do that. You do, we do that in our, on our li- in our lives. You better ask somebody, when you thought about marrying somebody, come on, you know you Googled them. and Some of y'all Google wasn't even in existence, y'all been married somebody. But you know you checked them out. I want to make sure this brother's not lazy. And she's not lazy, you know. Some of, y'all, some of y'all getting deep. Well, I was just in love. I didn't care. Devil is a lie. You know you was. I'm on, what, 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 you, what you doing? Where you work at? <laughs> Saints. We got to go to another level when it comes to our walk with Christ because this is practical teaching that can impact our lives and change our lives and help us. It's not always going to be supernatural, powerful. The anointing fell on you and and you fell out and you came up. It's going to be the steady effort of just being faithful and diligent. Can I have an amen? And you're doing your best that you can and you're giving it your all and you're not being lazy. This is Christianity. Everything's not a sign and a wonder, saints. Can I have an amen? Everything's not a sign and a wonder. Get up. Take out the trash. Can I have an amen? We got to. A lot of times we, 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 use, we use the supernatural as a crutch to do things that God is saying, no, you, you got to get up and you got to get up and do, do, do what you're supposed to do. Live your life. Get up. And I think for all of us, we got to. I'm believing the power of God. Obviously, I don't have to say that. I mean, but at the end of the day, there's practical things. That's just life. Saints, we got to learn that this is what the Bible taught. This is right out of the scripture. Diligence, the power of being diligent. Go to Proverbs 21, verse 5. Proverbs 21, verse 5. Oh, I like this. This is really good. Bless you. Look at this in verse 5. It says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. But those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Think about this. The plans of the diligent, people that are diligent, painstaking, steady effort in accomplishing a task or a goal that God has given you. It takes painstaking and there's an exertion of effort that we have to be willing to release to see it come to pass. I love when I listen to Jesus and he would come into a city or a region and he would ask somebody, he would say, do you want to be made whole? And then they say, yeah. And he would say, he would give them a command. Stretch out your hand. He said, he said, now you do something. Stretch out your hand. Stretching out their hand was there basically expressing, expression of having faith. Do, do you want to be made whole? Yeah. He didn't just say, okay, 
He said, do something. Stretch out your hand. And as they stretched out their hand in faith, boom. So what happens is, a lot of times, we don't realize that's part of it. You having diligence, painstaking, steady effort to accomplish a task or a goal that God has given you, you having diligence is an expression of your faith in God. I'm going to show you I believe you, God, to bless me in this area by giving you a steady effort in this area because I believe you're going to do something so powerful in my life in this area. It's like we can say, Lord, you said for me to start a church. Well, praise the Lord. God said, okay, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do that. I could have just sat back and said, no, just bring the people. I'm tired. No. He said, no. He said, go ye therefore. King James, go thee. Go. He told the disciples when he gave them the, the great commission to go. He didn't say, sit here and chill, and I'm going to handle this. Diligence. These guys were diligent. They went out. Well, this is the same thing for us, saints. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. If we're diligent, we get plans that come from God. We're diligent. Diligence is mixed with them. It's going to lead to some kind of return in your life. No matter what. It's going to lead to some type of return in your life. This is practical stuff. This is stuff. This is going to help us live on a day-to-day basis. It's going to lead to a, a, you know, a, a return in your life. He says, but those of everyone who is hasty, he says, surely to plenty, to uh, poverty. Now, this is important because when we look at this, we want to have plans that God has helped us to put together, and we want to be diligent with them. What we don't want to do, and I watch this happen with people, is, and me and Minister Queen, we talk about this a lot because she's seen a lot of things in her life, but what happens is people are hasty, and instead of them being empowered by the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, they're driven by their own emotion or, or, or adrenaline. Adrenaline runs out. You can only ride on adrenaline for so long. And then we need the Holy Spirit. But we have plans that come. And so that means we can't just be hasty in doing things. We don't want to be driven. We want to be led. Amen. We want to be led. We want to have the plans that come from God and diligent with the plan and not hasty. It's like we get a word from God. And sometimes what we're calling diligence is really just being fueled by our own emotion and willpower and in some cases, just our adrenaline. Even though I've given plans from God and I want to be diligent with my plans, I want to make sure I'm being led and not driven. Hasty people have said it leads to poverty. And so for us as saints, we want to embrace this and ask God to continue to forge true diligence because the plans are going to lead to, to a blessing in our lives when they're, you know, mixed with diligence in our lives. I want to close by going to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I'm going to close this out. All of us are, are called to accomplish various things in the earth. God has a prophetic plan for your life and a timetable associated with his plans for your life. But saints, there's a way in which we've got to run to obtain it. And one of the ways is I'm, I'm just saying this very clearly over and over. We have to be diligent. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 on down to 27. Now this is good. 
He says in verse 24, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run, now this is the key, run in such a way that you may obtain it. So that tells me there's a way in which I need to run if I'm going to obtain whatever it is that God has ordained for my life. I want to run in that way. I'm saying today that one of the things that we have to have is we have to have diligence when we're running. And the way in which we're running. We have to run with diligence. We can't, we've seen through the scripture, we can't run if we're being lazy. Laziness is not going to cause us to accomplish our task and to see what God has for our life. It takes diligence. We want to run in such a way that we might obtain it. What is it that God, I want to be like Apostle Paul when I'm on my deathbed and when I'm coming to the close of my life and say, I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. I want to be able to say, you know what, I did it. I'm out of gas. I, I, I gave it all. I was diligent. Lord, if you want to take me home now, I got it done. But what happens for some of us is we look at our lives and can we honestly say that? Are we running like in such a way that we're going to up, obtain what it is that God has ordained for our lives? Whatever it is. Or are we running being lazy and slothful and bitter and angry at folks because they did this and that or are we running in such a way that it's everybody else's fault while I'm not blowing up or are we running in such a way that you know what I've given it I've given God a steady painstaking effort and I've exerted myself towards God's purpose and will because I want to run in such a way that I might obtain the prize whatever it is most importantly him and his kingdom And so we want to embrace this. He says in verse 25, And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. He says, Therefore I run thus, not with what? Uncertainty. Thus I fight Not as one who beats the air. Two things. He says run. It takes effort to run. Then he says fight. It takes effort to fight. He says there's an effort. This is something that's going to, it's going to, from a spiritual standpoint, from a physical standpoint, sometimes you're going to be tired, but your diligence just keeps you going. And then when you run all the way out of gas, God says, okay, I got you now. Here, I'm going to empower you some more so you can get it going. Some of us never get to empty and we're trying to quit. Can I have an amen? We got to give. Hey, listen, we got to give. And let God do what he's trying to do in our lives, whether it's your marriage, raising your kids, in the church, spiritual gifts, the power of God, whatever it is. I want to give an effort. I want God to know that I'm willing to run and I'm willing to fight. And he says here, he says in verse 25, verse 26, therefore I run thus not with uncertainty. I know what I'm after. I'm not chasing after things that I'm not just flying with the wind. Saints, don't get in this rat race. 
of the latest and the greatest on Christian television or what's on the internet. Don't, don't, don't understand what you're really after. Don't be driven by the wind and tossed. We want to be led by God's spirit. He said, I'm not uncertain. I'm not running with uncertainty. I know exactly. I understand what I'm after and I know what's coming as a result of what I'm doing. He says, and not only that, I like this. He says, thus I fight not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it. Somebody say it. He says, I bring it into subjection. Sometimes you got to look yourself and I got to look myself in the mirror and say, it, you're going to get in line. Get up. Get up off the couch and let's get into business. Let's handle business. Handle the business of taking care of my body. Handle the business of taking care of my spiritual life. Handle the business, taking care of my kids. It, get up. Well, pastor, I've been working all week. I deserve just to have some time to sit back and, and we start preaching to ourselves. And that's fine. Everybody needs a little something. But the, listen, at some point in time, we have to stop and say, am I just coddling myself here and making excuses for my laziness? Because, you know, all of us have that little, that little attorney on our shoulder. <laughs> defense, defense lawyer. You know that one that just says, just chill. You deserve, to, you deserve a break today and, and don't worry about it. And You know that one when you want to get up and the Holy Spirit is saying, get up and, you know, and take your wife to dinner. Or, well, you know, well, you know, the Lord, next week we'll do something. And, does anybody in the room not have that defense attorney? I got one, you know what I mean? Sometimes I love him though, but I, but I don't need him all the time. Saints, it's the truth. This is the practical stuff I believe the body of Christ is lacking. Because we're so busy trying to, you know, prophesy to the same five people we prophesied last week that, that we won't get up and do the work that's really going to help us grow so that people around us can see our growth. It's got to be a balance. He says, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. He says, lest, my watch this, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. When people on your job see you diligent, <laughs> they're going to be asking about the God that you serve. When people and your family members see you diligent, Raising your kids, being faithful. They're going to say, and as God begins to exalt you and bless you and prosper you and make you rich inside. And my prayer is externally, monetarily. When God does these things, they say, what, what, what are you doing? How did you do? I'm diligent, man, in my faith, in my faith before God. And, and I'm just being diligent, man. I don't have time to be this water cooler talk you guys are doing around here. Because I'm about to pass all y'all up in the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen? amen? Father, I pray for all of us here, starting with me, that you would help us, convict us, continue to challenge us in the areas in our lives where we need to be more diligent, especially when it comes to guarding our hearts, to keeping our hearts. Father, I just pray for not only us, 
as a congregation, but, but for our children, that we would do a better job of teaching our kids to be diligent, reminding them about diligence. And Lord, we know all of us need time when we need to kick up our feet and relax. But God, let us never use those moments as excuses for us to lay our guard down and not be diligent. David, because he wasn't diligent, in the time when kings were supposed to go out to battle, he stayed at home. And that's when he ended up falling into sin with Bathsheba. He wasn't diligent. And Father, I just pray for all of us in this room that you would continue to help us that as we exhaust our power, your power kicks in and it causes us to do what we cannot do in our own strength. But we know this is not easy. But we know it's possible. With God, all things are possible. And let diligence be in our culture here at the church. And we are a diligent people for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925 925- 292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding.